Nation here. Let's go to our ring announcer. Welcome to the show that brings you all things nostalgia in the world of professional wrestling. It is now time to go beyond the bell. It's time to rumble. And it's time for the Royal Rumble. Participants include the immortal Hulk Hogan, the hitman Bret Hart, Animal from Legion of Doom, the Undertaker, the Tugboats, the model Rick Martel, Mr. Perfect, Hacksaw Jim Duggan, the Earthquake, Saba Simba, the British Bulldog, Paul Roma, Tito Santana, Butch the Bushwhacker, Jake the Snake Roberts, the Warlord, Demolition Smash, Texas Tornado Kerry Von Eric, Hawk of Legion of Doom, Superfly, Luke the Bushwhacker, The Anvil, Demolition Crush, Dino Bravo, Greg the Hammer Valentine, Hercules, Shane Douglas, Nasty Boy Brian Knobs, Haku, and the Macho King Randy Savage. It's every man for himself in the Royal Rumble. Plus, World Wrestling Federation champion, the Ultimate Warrior, defends the title against the number one contender, Sergeant Slaughter, front and center. And then in tag team action, the Rhodes family. Meet Virgil and Ted DiBiase. The Big Boss Man squares off against the Barbarian. And then the tag team of the Rockers. Meet the Orient Express, led by Mr. Fuji. It's time to rumble! Welcome back, old school fanatics, to the Pro Wrestling Nostalgia Show that's taking the world by storm, especially in 2013. Welcome to Beyond the Bell, which is powered by the SNS Radio Network, and I'm your personal ring announcer, Sean Beckerman, back with you to bring you all things retro in wrestling. It's Rumble time here at Beyond the Bell, and in the professional wrestling industry. So, it's time to celebrate arguably the second biggest pay-per-view of the year, the Royal Rumble. Retro Wrestling and Royal Rumble, the R's roll on here at Beyond the Bell. Tonight, we'll look back at the early stages of the Royal Rumble from 1988 through 1995, and what led to the creation of this huge extravaganza of an event. But first, let's keep you updated and in tune with Behind the Mic. Let's go to our ring announcer. The main event winner by way of knockout, 12 rounds of boxing, schedule for one pause, triple threat match, and 
old school fans, like we mentioned a couple of weeks ago, Behind the Mic, for the next couple months, will be turning into a behind-the-scenes narrative of my preparation in meeting Al Snow once again at an independent wrestling event, in which the last time I spoke with Al, he commented on my voice and how it stood out above others that he's listened to, and he provided me with advice of how to stand out with sending my profile, my package of my work to the WWE, uh, similar to how he advised Todd Grisham uh, years prior. All this was done before he started working with TNA Impact Wrestling in a talent relations role. So this will be my first uh, one-on-one personal meeting with him uh, since then, where I can actually ask him about TNA opportunities. So we decided to bring you guys along for the ride to give you a backstage look on what it's like to be a non-active in-ring performer preparing for a tryout or hopeful tryout in the top promotions in the wrestling industry. I'm not considering that this is not a tryout to me. I have to look at it as a tryout because I'm trying out for Al who can maybe get me connected to have a tryout with TNA. You understand my logic behind that, but I look at it in that aspect. Granted, I could look back at it you know, months from from now and say, okay, this wasn't really much of an opportunity, but like any performer, if you ask any independent wrestler out there, any opportunity to meet an individual that has the standing that Al Snow has in the wrestling industry to this very day, it's important, no matter what. Impressions are important in the wrestling industry. First impressions are even more important in general, in life. Imagine when you make a good first impression with someone like Al Snow before he has talent power, quote-unquote, and now you're going to have the opportunity to meet him again where you can show him your work. And I'm working on, I'm working very hard, fans, on updating my package of, of work and my profile, all surrounded by ringannouncing.com, which I hope you guys enjoy, which always has the latest videos and, and demo reels for my ring announcing. So I'm, I'm constantly updating it. I'm working on additional videos to put up. Uh, working on integrating tout, like I mentioned last week, in with the, with my tryout videos um, and demo reels. So all this is being done in preparation of creating a, a huge package to present to Al Snow. It's funny, the guy that deals with head, um, talking about my package. <laughs> all right, attitude error type of material out the window there. So going forward on behind the mic, I'm going to take you behind the scenes of my thought process and what I'm doing in preparation for this big event on March 9th. So I have dubbed this now as the Snow Summit happening on March 9th for Damn That's Wrestling in Vineland, New Jersey. The Snow Summit is what we'll be referring this meeting as going forward on Beyond the Bell and Behind the Mic. So besides my typical ring announcing shows that I've been with, and I've also been refereeing amateur wrestling at the same time, as this is the hotbed, the, the very busy time for amateur wrestling during the season. Besides doing my typical bookings and duties, I was looking back and remastering, uh, re-editing my demo reels that I previously sent to the WWE and TNA Impact Wrestling. So, fitting for the Royal Rumble, I listened back to a demo reel that I recorded in which I announced The Undertaker into the Royal Rumble. So I decided, what a great fit for Behind the Mic. So let's rewind back to my initial demo reel of announcing The Undertaker as the number one entrant 
in the Royal Rumble. Get ready as we're preparing for the Snow Summit on March 9th. Ladies and gentlemen, it is now time for the Royal Rumble! The rules of the match are... The individuals who drew numbers one and two will start off inside the ring. Every 90 seconds, a brand new WWE superstar will enter the ring until number 30. Earlier this evening, each superstar selected a number at random, and that will be the order in which each WWE superstar will enter the ring. In order to be eliminated, you must be thrown over the top rope with both feet touching the floor. The last superstar remaining will be awarded a championship match at the main event of WrestleMania. Now, it is time to find out the superstar who drew number one. From Death Valley, weighing in at 299 pounds, the January, the beginning of a new year. In professional wrestling, that really means only one thing. The Royal Rumble and the road to WrestleMania. Tonight, we look back at the history of the Royal Rumble, exclusively from the very beginning, 1988 through 1995. The Royal Rumble has grown in popularity over the years to the point where you could say, arguably, that it's taken over the number two spot as the top pay-per-views in professional wrestling. Some say it's the second major pay-per-view of the year, right behind WrestleMania. Previously, that was held for SummerSlam. Now, in terms of importance and relevancy in professional wrestling, certainly over the past few years, the Royal Rumble has taken over that slot. But to begin the story of the Royal Rumble... We need really to go back to late 1987 and the continuing rise of the Vince McMahon empire at the expense of anyone who got in his way. Credit for the Rumble can be given to Pat Patterson, who came up with the original idea for the match. The way the match works is 30 participants enter the ring in regular intervals, usually 90 seconds to 2 minutes. It starts with the first two participants in the ring. The Rumble is an elimination-style match in which the only way to eliminate a participant is by them going over the top rope with both feet touching the floor. The elimination is only valid if a referee sees both feet on the ground. That's key. Standing between Vince McMahon and further success 
was Jim Crockett and the NWA. Starcade had been their biggest show, and not just in arenas, but on closed circuit as well. The 1987 event was due to be their biggest ever, with the show being held in Chicago and a main event between Harley Race and Nature Boy Ric Flair for the NWA heavyweight title, with over 200 cable companies agreeing to put the show on pay-per-view, which was unprecedented at the time. Vince, however, was not going to let them have a big pay-per-view success and announced that on Thanksgiving, he would hold the first ever Survivor Series. No titles on the line, just a series of tag team elimination matches featuring the biggest stars. However, Vince really played dirty telling cable companies that if they wanted to screen the Survivor Series and future WWF pay-per-view events, they must not carry Starcade. Just five companies stayed with the NWA product, and another nail was put in their coffin, with McMahon definitely holding the hammer with that horrible grin on his face that we all have learned to love or hate. With cash flow problems up plenty and Dusty Rhodes as Booker, Crockett was in deep trouble. Rhodes came up with the idea of the bunkhouse stampede, which had two dozen wrestlers in a ring in a battle royal format, dressed in Stetsons and Spurs. That's right, fans. Eight successful events were held, and it was decided to hold a pay-per-view in January with the eight winners meeting in a steel cage match. Crockett, however, made the mistake of moving the card to Long Island, which definitely was not NWA territory. Again, McMahon played dirty and decided that the Royal Rumble would be held the same night on the USA Network completely free. Eight million households tuned in, a record for the USA Network at the time, and again, Crockett saw his product suffer enormously. The crowd was dead. They hated everything because they'd never seen it. They were not conditioned to like it or even know what the product was at that point in that territory. That first event was special for the company, as it was the beginning of another crown jewel for Vince McMahon and his World Wrestling Federation. It was the Royal Rumble. It was originally broadcast, like we said, on the USA Network on January 24th, 1988, at the Cops Coliseum in Hamilton, Ontario. The match only had 20 participants, and it lasted only 33 minutes, and it was called the Rumble Royale. You can tell it was the 80s, as the card included a match for the women's tag titles in the days when the company actually had four women who could put on a decent wrestling match. It was a best-of-three falls match that saw the team of the Jumping Bomb Angels defeat the Glamour Girls, which comprised of Judy Martin and Leilani Kai. And in turn, the Jumping Bomb Angels became tag team champions. Ricky Stimo beat Rick Rude by disqualification and in another best-of-three falls match. The Islanders beat the Young Stallions. Soon after, this led to the first-ever Rumble match. And the history-making winner was none other than WWE Hall of Famer Hacksaw Jim Duggan. The one-man gang was the final man eliminated, and Hacksaw was now the first-ever Royal Rumble champion. Oh, wow. Hacksaw Jim Duggan hammering away This is the big one-man gang. How does he get the gang over the top? Ooh. Wow. 
That is the question, McMahon. The gang weighs somewhere between 450, 500 pounds. How is Duncan going to get him over the top rope? Obviously, he'd have to do it, I believe, in some sort of fashion in which the gang's momentum is heading into the rope. And thus, with the gang's weight going into the rope, well, Duncan can get underneath, he'll go. There might be another way, too, wow. if he can find the two-by-four. Wise guy. Well, he could hit the gang with the two-by-four. That would be the only equalizer I can see. Then again, the hacksaw himself, somewhere around the 285-pound mark. Oh, yes! That's it! He pulled the top rope down. I can't believe it. Out of all the people to win this thing, it's him. What a smart thing to do. Boy, was that smart. Hacksaw, Jim Duggan, drops the top rope. I can't believe he actually did it. There were only 20 competitors, and the whole rumble, like we said, took almost a half hour in length. A little different of sorts, as the rumble would soon eventually turn into, especially a couple years ago when it was 40 participants. Other entrants included the Hart Foundation, Hillbilly Jim, Harley Race, Tito Santana, and the Ultimate Warrior. So where was Hogan, you may ask? Well, he was there and signed the contract for the WrestleMania 3 match against Andre the Giant. Maybe not initially intended, the Royal Rumble was, I think, really designed to take the spark away from the NWA, who knew what the WWF slash WWE had with the Royal Rumble concept. Thanks to Pat Patterson, the originator of the Rumble, we now had a new pay-per-view lined up for the World Wrestling Federation. All right, Jesse Ventura, in a moment we're going to take you back to what we saw earlier on, which unquestionably is one of the most despicable acts I think we've ever seen by a challenger. Andre the Giant had an official signing, dumping the table on top of Hulk Hogan, disgracing himself, I believe, as a worthy challenger. I don't think it was really despicable. I think it was the Giant sending a message to Hogan, saying, Hogan, you've now made the mistake of your life. Well, they sent a message to the Hulkster, all right. Let's go back now and take a look at what we saw. Here, we saw this. This was after DiBiase asked him to put the official seal on the contract. Look at that. Is that conduct becoming of a challenger? Well, you know, you couldn't look at it. He could have did more to him. Let's take you now, ladies and gentlemen, to Craig DeGeorge and the World Wrestling Federation champion, Hulk Hogan. Good evening, everyone, and here he is, World Wrestling Federation heavyweight champ, Hulk Hogan. All right, Hulkster. We all know the official date is coming one week from this Friday night, February the 5th. That's the official date when Andre the Giant will challenge you for your heavyweight championship belt for the first time since WrestleMania 3. And I think tonight it appeared to many, as did me, and he was trying to send you a message tonight, Mr. DiBiase and the Giant. Your thoughts on that? Yeah, he was sending me a message, all right. But these guys are getting their wires crossed, man. Every time they pull a cheap shot or try to pull a stunt on me, it's like they stick the dagger in my ribs, man. And it's just like adding more fuel to the fire, man. When I think about you, Andre the Giant, when I think about WrestleMania 3, brother, when I think about pressing him over my head and beating him for a one, two, three, I've been waiting just as long as you have, Andre, for this encounter again, brother. And the fact that he's aligned himself with Ted DiBiase, man. These Hulkamaniacs, they don't have a price for him, man. 
None of these Hulkamaniacs ass would sell out, and I won't either. And I'm Red the Giant on February 5th, just like you couldn't break me with that table. You can't break any of my Hulkamaniacs because they believe in me. And to beat me, to beat me, Andre the Giant, you've got to beat every one of these Hulkamaniacs in here. And you can't do it. Nobody. Hulkster, certainly, you have learned the past few weeks that you cannot trust the Giant. He choked you a few weeks ago. Then the happening tonight. Yeah, he choked me, brother. The Chief's not out here, but it's fuel to the fire, like I said. I'm ready. I'm psyched. I'm physically ready to destroy him, and all they're doing is building my confidence. And like I said, Andre the Giant, to beat me, to beat Hulkamania, you've got to beat every Hulkamaniac in here, and you can't do it! Alright, there he is, the World Wrestling Federation Heavyweight Champion, Hulk Hogan! That leads us to 1989. It was held in Houston, Texas, and exclusively on pay-per-view this time. He always carries the tools of his trade. Well, in this case, the Royal Rumble, baby! I've got the only tools I need right here. These two fists is just what I need to make my way through all those wrestlers, through all those men, to make my way to the top so that I am the last man <laughs> to survive. The sole survivor, the last man. That's what it's all about. There's not gonna be anyone in there who's gonna be watching my back. It's me against everyone else. <laughs> That's right, baby. And the tools I need are right here on the end of these two meat slabs, baby. So the rest of you boys, you better beware, because maybe I might have a pair of scissors in my shoe somewhere, and I might still do a little bit of strutting and a little bit of cutting when I'm done. 30 top stars from the World Wrestling Federation, and I'm one of them. And I also know, you know, I've been around the World Wrestling Federation for a long, long time, and I know I can't trust anybody. I've had a lot of partners in the past, and I know that for a fact I cannot trust anybody but myself and I'm talking about Jimmy Hart too and I'm also talking about the honky-tonk man if I have to fight him I will do that a Royal Rumble 30 top stars of World Wrestling Federation and the winner is going to be as far as I'm concerned Greg the Hammer Valentine I don't need to bring anything in like an axe or a scissors all I need is my two bare fists. That's how I got the name, The Hammer. That's how I became the legend. Greg, The Hammer Valentine, an individualist only caring about himself, and I'm going all the way to the top to be the winner. Okay, look at my father, Pete. 
sure how much endurance they get. They ran 20 miles around Hilton in less than one hour. They just did a thousand push-ups. And look how big they are. Look at their arms, their chest, their thighs. Anybody Royal Rumble, beware, especially you guys, the demolition, because the Royal Rumble is coming in. And because what happens if they should face each other in a match? Let me tell you, the only will be one winner. And I win over me. Master Fuji will be the big winner. I will take home everything. <laughs> me the winner. You're going to find out whether the two years of hard lifting, the two years of hard training paid off. Well, things have changed for John Studden, the World Wrestling Federation. One thing's for certain, Heenan will not be in my corner. Another thing for certain, when I step over that top rope, I don't know who my friends are, and I don't know who my enemies are. But I know one thing, I'm going to give it everything I have. And when the smoke clears and it comes down to one man, it will be John Studd. 1989, a brand new year, and Mr. Perfect is declaring this the year of perfection. And I could think of no other way to prove to the wrestling world, all over the world, that I am Mr. Perfect, the Royal Rumble. 30 of the World Wrestling Federation superstars could all be in the ring at the same time. And you've got tall men, and you've got short men, and you've got perfect-sized men. So what I'm going to do is tip the big man over, throw the little man out, and Mr. Perfect will stand and remain the number one man in the World Wrestling Federation. See, I have no friends. I'm not looking for any friends. And when it's all said and done, Mr. Perfect is where it at. So whether you like it or don't like it, it's the way it is. Freaked out, freaked out. Oh, yeah. Zillions of people all around the world are going to be watching, yeah. And at the summit in Houston, Texas, it's the Royal Rumble, yeah. 30 big-time wrestlers, yeah, with reputations to match. No partners, every man for himself, yeah. Uh-huh, I'm on top of the mountain and I feel like I'm alone now, yeah. And I'm warning each and every person that comes into the squared circle that I am the World Wrestling Federation champion, yeah. And I'm used to being number one. And macho madness will be felt in the summit in Houston, Texas, and all around the world. Millions of people will witness, yeah. And the people that come into the ring will feel the pain, yeah. They'll feel the intensity of the macho man Randy Savage. Because I didn't become the World Wrestling Federation champion by, uh, yeah, letting big time things slide by. I'm the champion now, and I'm going to be the champion of the Royal Rumble. Ooh, yeah. Yes, indeed, everyone knowing how important it is to have that feather in your cap to be the winner of the Royal Rumble. Body, it's all come down to this. That's right, the Royal Rumble, the preliminaries are over. Now it's time for the main event, Gorilla. I, I would like to, do you have any insight as to who got the luck of the draw? No, I certainly don't. I didn't want to know who got the luck of the draw. I'm well, waiting as well as you. That plays such an important part in this match that it's going to be unreal to find out who got those big, high numbers. Right now, let's go to Mean Gene, who's with the Million Dollar Man, Ted DiBiase, in this last-minute interview.
All right, Virgil, along with the Million Dollar Man, and you've got a smile on your face of sorts. You've got to be happy about something, Ted DiBiase. <laughs> Just a few minutes away from the Royal Rumble, 30 of the top stars in the World Wrestling Federation, and topping off that list, the top star in all of the wrestling world today, yours truly, the Million Dollar Man. And when you're as wealthy as I am, Okerlund, you can be as lucky as you want to be. Wait yes. a minute. On the subject of luck, what was going on between you and the Doctor of Style Slick? Was there some business <laughs> transaction? What are you insinuating, little man? I wouldn't question your integrity. You know me better than that. <laughs> well, like I said, placement in this event is my luck of the draw. And like I said before, when you've got my kind of money, you can be as lucky as you want. Well, joining me now, Bobby the Brain Heenan, members of the Heenan family. And uh, Mr. Heenan, I'm sure you're well aware, only one man wins the Royal Rumble. Well, I'm not sure how the other managers prepare their men. But believe me, the Heenan family's ready. We know what we're up against, and we're ready for anything. You can bet on that. Okay, also the Brain Buster's involved, Tully Blanchard. You know, it's just an honor to be in the Royal Rumble, to be one of the finest 30 in all of professional wrestling. But you know, I think we're standing here with the winner. Okay, and Art Anderson. Don Moody, if you want to win the Rumble, you got to be a loner. you got to go right for the juggler. All people, 30 men, just 30 numbers. That's the way we're going to view them. 30 uh -huh. men, 30 numbers. Okay, many, many believe the odds-on favorite, Andre the Giant. I don't know what time I'm going to come in the ring, but I'm going to tell you one thing. I know when I'm going out of the ring, I will be the last one. I never lost a match so far, and I come here again to win. And even you guys, no matter what I'm stopping in front of me, because you guys going out just like everybody else. And I will stay in the middle. Well, there you have it from the Heenan family. Let's go back to Gene Okerlund. All right, Hulk Hogan, and visiting you over the past week, you are hungry. But what if, in the Royal Rumble, the big boss man should track you down? Well, you know me, Gene. I'm worried about a lot of things, man, in the Royal Rumble. You know, yeah, the boss man's won. But first off, me and all my Hulkamaniacs, we're looking at the Royal Rumble as the resurrection of Hulkamania, man. Oh, yeah, Hulkamania lives. Oh, yeah, Hulkamania's running wild. And you better believe the Hulkster rules, brother. But if somebody like the big boss man gets in my way, I'm going to give him a lifelong sentence of Hulkamania. Even if his partner, the bad Akeem, gets in my way, I'll press him over my head and throw him out of the ring. We got the Heenan family. We got seven foot four, 565 pounds, Andre the Giant. But I got a lot of things going for me, Mean Gene. I got the three demandments for a foundation, the training, the prayers, the vitamins, brother. And with all my little Hulksters watching my back, I don't care if it's dog eat dog in there. I don't care if it's every man for himself because a deck is stacked in my favor and with all my little hulksters watching my back i predict victories for hulkamania all right at the risk of sounding negative hulk hogan what if you and your mega power partner the macho man randy savage in this competition where there are no partners, what if the two of you happen to collide? I guess if it comes down to me and the Macho Man, he's going to find out real quick that the Hulkster's never been beaten. I've got the largest arms in the world. And yes, Macho Man, I am still called the champ by all my Hulkamaniacs. What are they going to do when the largest arms in the world rumble on through? Jim Duggan tagged with the Hart Foundation to beat... Dino Bravo and the fabulous Rougeau brothers. Rockin' Robin beat Judy Martin to retain the women's title. Haku beat Harley Race in nine minutes. And the ultimate warrior beat Rick Rude in a pose down. This time around, the Rumble lasted just over the hour mark, but again, it had a surprise winner who didn't really get the kind of push winners of the Rumble get really nowadays. The late Big John Studd was the winner with the million-dollar man Ted DiBiase who finagled his way to the 30th spot 
was the last man to be eliminated. Hogan took part this time in the match and was the 18th man in. He lasted 11 minutes before being eliminated by Akeem and the big boss man, the Twin Towers. Just about all the big guns were on the show, but despite the presence of Savage, Warrior, Andre, and Mr. Perfect, who survived just short of 28 minutes, the forefather of the ring generals in the Rumble match, it was Stud who won the Rumble. He came in 27th and had to wrestle just 11 minutes for the victory. The first to win were none other than Axe and Smash of Demolition. But the biggest nightmare was for the Warlord, who just lasted three seconds before being eliminated by the Hulkster. And there's the Warlord. Steps in. Oh, and he's back with a 360, and he's out of there. He wasn't in there two seconds. Look at this, and the Hulkster dumped Vandals. But he also dumped Savage, too. Look at, uh-oh, Savage is hot. Savage is blaming Hogan. Savage is... I don't blame Savage. Hogan did that on purpose. Wait a minute now, just the Hulkster went over and dumped bad news. In the process... Oh, here comes Elizabeth. Now what is she doing down there? Seems to be some dissension in the ranks here, Jess. Look at that, step right between them. If anybody can straighten this out, she certainly can. Pointing fingers... Hulk didn't do anything deliberate. If the Macho Man had held on the ropes, he'd still be in there. On to the 90s now, and things were back to normal, as it was Hogan winning for the first time. The Hulkster, now a Royal Rumble winner. Other matches on the card included Hacksaw Jim Duggan continuing his unbeaten record at the Rumble with a disqualification win over the Big Boss Man. The Bushwhackers beat the fabulous Rougeau brothers, Brutus the Barber Beefcake having a double DQ win with the Genius, and Ronnie Garvin beating Greg Valentine in an I Quit match. It's the Royal Rumble, baby! And we already know our number, and it's right where we want it to be, boys! That's right, Jimmy! And I hope the Warriors' number is close to mine! Because I don't want no one to lay a hand on it! I want to take care of you, Warrior! There's going to be a lot of wet eyes out there when you see your 29 spineless cockroaches that you call your heroes go down in defeat against me because it's every man for himself and I'm always a winner. Who yeah! Macho King Render Savage. You know what I'm talking about? Oh, yeah, you proved yourself today, Daddy. You did, baby. And now I'm going to prove myself. I don't care if you're in there when I get there. I don't care if I got to be there all day long. I'm going to be there until I <laughs> prove my 
myself, baby, because the rumbo going to see you get your dues, Randy Savage. Come in there, darling. Oh, we're going to get right you, Randy Savage, oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. today's the day, today's the day, the Royal Rumble. You know something, on days like this, we get so excited, we've yeah. got to take it easy. The Royal Rumble's here. You know something earlier, we were about having to face each other. Well, we know by now that that's not going to happen. But there's 28 other guys we got to worry about. Everybody get ready because the Rockers are coming at you. That's right, don't matter who it is. Power's of pain, I hope we get our hands on you. But it doesn't matter. Ultimate Warrior Hulk Hogan, the Rockers are coming, and we're going to rock and roll, strut and stroll, and we're going to take care of business. That's right, get ready, everybody. The Rockers are coming at you, Royal Rumble style, hot flying as ever. Yeah. Woo! The time is at hand. The legacy, the destiny, it will be fulfilled today because the mighty Hercules is ready to rumble. No friendships here today. So I'm sending out this warning, and you better listen to me and listen to me real, real good. Friend or foe, I don't care who you are. I'm going to win this rumble roll today because I've got the strength and I've got the power and I'm ready for anything. Yeah. Take a look at this profile. Mm. Well, take a look at this one now. Yeah, you like it, don't you? I know it. And untouched. And believe me, this afternoon, nobody had the Royal Rumble. 30 man. Nobody's gonna touch this beautiful face. Yes, I've got it all. I've got it all, and you know it. And I'm gonna prove it that not only I look good, but I am the best wrestler there is. The best looking one, and the fittest one of them all. I've got a lot of friends in the WWF, but once I hit the ring, friendship is over. I'm coming to fight, to win. I'm going to hit it hard, and I don't care who it is. If I get in my way, I'm going to do my best to throw him out. Tito Santana coming out a winner. Arriba! <laughs> woof, woof, a Royal Rumble. I know it's everybody for himself. But let me tell you something else, people. Back in Ireland, when we go fishing with them sharks, I know it's loaded around with everybody. Royal Rumble! Woof! 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 Well, you know, inquiring minds want to know who's the biggest and who's the baddest in the Royal Rumble. Well, my opinion is, at 457 pounds, 6 feet 9 inches tall, the man, the brother from Africa, he's the baddest, he's the best. If they refuse to understand that the power of the ultimate warrior has spread like a virus amongst the WWF, then let them continue to walk as normal as they seem. But if those 28 normal men want to have special attractions such as Royal Rumble, then you and I as the warriors, the most powerful force in the WWF, will continue to see it only as another challenge, only as another day of combat. 28 of those normal men stacked one on top of another can't come close to the feelings and the destinations from parts unknown. You realize, as I do, that the 29th man, you Hulk Hogan, onto the rumble itself and Hogan's win with Mr. Perfect, who'd earlier interfered in the Beefcake Genius match, being the last man eliminated after being the last man in last year's Rumble. DiBiase was number one this time in the Rumble, but lasted just short of 45 minutes before being eliminated by the Ultimate Warrior. Hogan came in 25th, 
and only competed for just 12 minutes, but that did give him the chance to be in the ring with the Ultimate Warrior, who lasted just 12 seconds before being eliminated by the Ultimate Warrior, none other than Hall of Famer, Mr. Hall of Fame, the Heartbreak Kid, Shawn Michaels. There are 29 men that think they are ready for the Royal Rumble, but yet there is only one snake that is absolutely sure what he's got to do. You see, I see a lot of men sweating. Not me. I'm cold, brother. Ice water running through the veins. You see, Rick Martell, I know what I got to do. Like a surgeon, brother, I will cut my way through those 29 men to get to you. And the Royal Rumble is every man for himself, baby! The Rumble's here! And I know a lot of people are going to go right for the earthquake! But I'm ready, so bring them all on! Bring on The Undertaker! Bring on Mr. Perfect! Bring on Tugboat! And Hogan! I've got something special just for you! The WWE Royal Rumble, that means there's 29 other men that I have to worry about. Well, that's fine, that's right up my alley, because the real hammer is going to come crashing down on all 29 in the WWE Royal Rumble. The Royal Rumble, the air is electrified. 30 of the finest men in the WWE will be competing to see who's number one. But when the clouds go dark and the tornado comes down and touches down in Royal Rumble, there will be one winner, and the one winner will be right here. If life is like a roller coaster... Then you don't want to take a ride on either of us. That's right, it's Royal Rumble time. It's every man for himself. And Hawk, remember, things can happen that ain't never happened before. What a rush. The 29 pots have been dug. The Undertaker will bury all 29 opponents. And the only thing the other 29 competitors will be doing tomorrow is... Rest in peace. Hey, folks, it's getting close. Miami Arena, the Royal Rumble. 30 top professional WWE stars battling out. Well, Hacksaw Jim Dunning, I'm going to be the last man in the ring. I'm going to sit in the corner, and if something comes next to me, I'm knocking it out of the ring, tough guy. As I've always said, it's not what you do, but how you look doing it. You know, and just watch me shine when I throw everybody over that top rope. Oh, yeah, and Jake, I haven't forgot about you. I know the way things look for you lately. You need a little guidance. So it'll be my pleasure to guide you right out of that ring because I'm the winner of that Royal Rumble. Mm. The Royal Rumble, every man for himself. And with 29 other opponents in the ring, I'm glad I'm a bulldog. 30 of the greatest athletes in the World Wrestling Federation in the Royal Rumble. 29 are going to be laying on the floor. One man's going to be left standing. Guess who? That one man is Mr. Perfect, Intercontinental Champion. This is what makes me different from the other 29 athletes. I'm by far the greatest athlete the World Wrestling Federation has ever produced. I will win the Royal Rumble. Perfectly. It's Royal Rumble time! Every man for himself! And the old tugboat is gonna jump right into the middle of things! And Holster, if it comes down to you and me, well, 
on to 1991 in Miami, Florida, and another Hulk Hogan win. This card saw the Rockers beat the Orient Express, the Big Boss Man defeat the Barbarian, the Mountie defeat Coco Beware, DiBiase and Virgil defeating Dusty and Dustin Rhodes, but finally Virgil turned on his master, setting up their WrestleMania 7 match, and for the first time ever, the WWF title was defended on the show. This was a controversial time in Rumble history, as the WWF in some sorts were cashing in on the problems with Iraq that took place during this era. Sergeant Slaughter took the title from the Ultimate Warrior after interference by Macho Man Randy Savage. This would set up the career-ending match between Savage and Warrior at WrestleMania that year. The Rumble also saw further continuation of the Hogan-Earthquake feud, with the pair being the final two left before Hogan became the first man to win the Rumble two years in a row, back-to-back. The Undertaker made his debut in the Rumble, lasting 14 minutes, before being eliminated by the Legion of Doom. Two veterans had really long stays this year, with Greg Valentine lasting 44 minutes, but it was Rick the Model Martel who broke the record lasting 52 minutes before being eliminated by the British Bulldog. Hogan came in 24th, and this year had to wrestle a massive 19 minutes for the Hulkster. But yet again, back-to-back, Hulk Hogan, Royal Rumble winner. The winner of the Royal Rumble as the undisputed World Wrestling Federation champ undoubtedly will be defending that title at WrestleMania 8 in Indianapolis at the Hoosier Dome on Sunday, April the 5th. Now, we had occasion to talk to some of the participants in the Royal Rumble, even now at the 11th hour. Let's get their thoughts. Mm, yeah, the Royal Rumble, the single greatest wrestling event and match ever in the history of the World Wrestling Federation. Competition. Yeah, against 29 of the greatest wrestlers in the world. And only one man can win the prestigious World Wrestling Federation Championship belt. I've won it before. I've been there before. I've been to the top of the mountain. And I'm going back. I'm going back this afternoon. Two things I want to accomplish this afternoon, yeah. Number one, sometime I want to get my hands on the snake man. And the other thing is, yeah. I want to once again be the World Wrestling Federation champion. Oh, yeah. Dig it. See, it is this simple. The man who is standing last in the Royal Rumble will be the World Wrestling Federation champion. So all I ask you to do is open your eyes. It will hit you in the head like a shot. For you are looking at the man that is superior to all. You are looking at the next World Wrestling Federation champion. You are looking at Sid Justice. Hey, psst. Come here. No, closer. You know, one of the biggest thrills in my life is when I get to take something. And today... I got the opportunity to take the biggest prize ever from 29 of the best wrestlers in the World Wrestling Federation. And you know something? Wouldn't it be just great if the World Wrestling title 
right around my waist. The repo, man. Oh, what a thrill. Because remember, what's mine is mine. And what's yours is mine, too. <laughs> the last time the British Bulldog was in a match like this was in the Royal Albert Hall in London, England, my hometown. And what a thrill it was for me to dispose of 19 other opponents over the top rope and stand victorious in the hallowed halls of the Royal Albert Hall. But what a bigger thrill it's gonna be this afternoon when the British Bulldog steps in the Royal Rumble and disposes of 29 other opponents and gets the World Wrestling Federation Heavyweight Championship belt around my waist. That will truly be a Royal Rumble. They say you can't always get what you want, but I've always been able to get what I need. This afternoon, the World Wrestling Federation Championship belt is on the line. For 29 other men, it's gonna be a big disappointment. And I would never disappoint myself, you I don't mind. And Savage, believe me when I tell you, I'll be waiting for you. Yeah, I'll save some for you, and I'll have just enough left to walk out with that title around my waist. Trust me. You're looking at the next World Wrestling Federation champion. You're looking at the man who rocks the cradle. Man, man on the wall! Today we find out who's the fastest of them all. We're at the Royal Rumble, and 30 of the greatest World Wrestling Federation superstars gather today to find out who is the man for four months. I've called myself the real world champion. So for me, there's no back door. But remember, boys, and that's to all 29 of you, I've lived one way and one way only, and that's with the belief to be the man. You have to beat the man, and today, at the Royal Rumble, I am the man. Woo! Oh, what a busy afternoon is going to be at my funeral parlor. 29 hearses have already been prepared. 29 bodies, 29 caskets. And standing atop this mass carnage will be the Undertaker, crowned once more. World Wrestling Federation Heavyweight Champion. You know something, Hulkamaniacs? Later on this afternoon, we get to prove a point that no one else could prove except us, man. In one given afternoon, we're gonna prove to the whole world the power of Hulkamania. We're gonna prove that we can beat all 29 other superstars in the World Wrestling Federation to get our WWE title back. Oh yeah, winning the Royal Rumble is one thing, the most prestigious event in the WWE. But when you add the WWE title on top of that, that changes the whole picture, man. But Hulkamaniacs, this is our cup of tea. They're gonna be coming from all different directions, friend or foe, they're all the same in the Rumble. But it's just like always, we're always getting cheap-shotted by one of our so-called friends, or we're always getting cheap-shotted by that no-good Jack Tunney. But this is our cup of tea. And in the Royal Rumble, we're going to prove that Hulkamania reigns supreme. But to all those people in Titan Tower, in the WWE, 
offices. Don't worry about The Undertaker or Jake the Snake stealing that belt, man. Me and my little holsters have a special battle plan for the Royal Rumble. And what you gonna do when Hulk Hogan and his little holsters rumble all over you? Now on to Albany and perhaps the most famous Royal Rumble of them all. The 1992 edition. The winner of the Rumble would also become the WWF champion. This was decided due to the title being declared vacant as a result of the feud between Hogan and The Undertaker at Tuesday in Texas. This controversial ending, which involved Nature Boy Ric Flair, involved The Undertaker becoming WWF champion. As a result, due to the mishmash and outside interference, the title was declared vacant and the winner of the Rumble will be declared World Wrestling Federation Champion. The biggest Rumble in history would now take place, as the biggest prize was now on the line. And not to mention, this Rumble would have a major impact on the Rumbles going forward, even to this very day, as now the Rumble will have a stipulation involved for the winner, and a prize is awarded to the champion. The undercard saw all the other major WWF titles being defended for the very first time. The new foundation, comprised of Owen Hart and Jim Neidhart, beat the Orient Express. Roddy Roddy Piper beat the Mountie to win the Intercontinental title. This was monumental as this was the very first singles championship held by Roddy Piper in the World Wrestling Federation. The Natural Disasters beat the Legion of Doom by countout, but Hawk and Animal kept their belts, and the Beverly Brothers beat the Bushwhackers. Now, on to the Rumble. And arguably, the very best commentary Bobby Heenan ever gave, as he nearly died of a heart attack when Ric Flair came in third and had to wrestle for just less than an hour to win the World Wrestling Federation Championship. This occurred by Hogan being eliminated by Sid Justice, and then he grabs Sid's arm, getting him eliminated, thus handing the belt to the Nature Boy. Logic would have created a situation where Hogan, who was in the ring for just 11 minutes, and Flair would meet for the belt at WrestleMania 8, but Hulk was about to leave the company, so he met Sid instead. The DiBiase push was definitely over, and again, he was one of the first two men in the ring, but only lasted a minute being knocked out by the British Bulldog. Arguably the greatest highlight of the pay-per-view was after the match. The promo by the Nature Boy Ric Flair after he won the WWF title. This is surely missed in today's day and age. I think the Royal Rumble winner should have a post-match interview discussing how important this win was. Not just the Royal Rumble title was held for Ric Flair, but the World Wrestling Federation Championship was now in the grasps of the former NWA champion, Nature Boy, Ric Flair. His promo at the end of the pay-per-view, which was hosted by Mean Gene Oakland, was extraordinary. He put over the championship as the greatest title in the business ever. He made the title seem important, he made the victory seem important, and overall, most importantly, he made his performance seem main event level and first class. All right, by virtue of winning the Royal Rumble, we have a brand new World Wrestling Federation champion as the press watches on. 
At this time, to present the title belt to the new champion, our president, the distinguished Jack Tunney. Congratulations, Ric Flair, on becoming the undisputed champion of the World Wrestling Federation. Let me just say, after view distorting the belt, they're proclaiming the real world champion. I'm going to tell you all, with a tear in my eye, this is the greatest moment in my life. When you walk around this world and you tell everybody you're number one, the only way you get to stay number one is to be number one. And this is the only title in the wrestling world that makes you number one when you are the king of the WWF. You rule the world. Think about it like that, Mr. Perfect. Guys, the brain. Let's give a big one! Woo! I was never so impressed with anything I've ever seen in all my life. He went out there for over 60 minutes, never took a back step, took it to Hogan, took it to The Undertaker, took it to whoever got in that ring. That's why he is, hey, Bobby, call now, the real world's heavyweight champion. We're not the kind of guys to say, we told you so, but we told you so. <laughs> okay, very good. Rick Flair, you have made world... Put that cigarette out. You have made World Wrestling Federation history here tonight. It's the greatest moment of my life. I want to jump. I want to party. But I got to tell you like this. For the Hulk Hogan's and the Macho Man's and the Pipers and the Sids. Now it's Rick Flair. And y'all pay homage to the man. Woo! <laughs> I love it. All right, ladies and gentlemen, that wraps it up. We hope you have enjoyed your Royal Rumble. For my broadcast colleagues, Gorilla Monsoon, Bobby the Brain Heenan, Sean Mooney, Mean Gene Okerlund, saying so long from the Knickerbocker Arena in Albany, New York. 1993 saw the event held in Sacramento, and for the first time ever, the winner of the Rumble was now guaranteed a title shot at WrestleMania. This was due to the overwhelming popularity of the World Wrestling Federation Championship being up for grabs to the winner of the Royal Rumble in 1992. Now, going forward, the Rumble would result in a title shot for the winner at WrestleMania, a huge prize that would garner such attention to the Rumble, as a result, inching its way further and further up the ranks as the number two pay-per-view of the year. The undercard saw the Steiners beat the Beverly Brothers. Shawn Michaels beat Marty Jannetty to retain his Intercontinental title. Bam Bam Bigelow beat the Big Boss Man. And Bret, the Hitman Hart, successfully defended his World Wrestling Federation title, beating Razor Ramon in 17 minutes. Another highlight saw Bobby Heenan introduce us to the Narcissist. Yes, Lex Luger was finally in the World Wrestling Federation. 30 of the greatest superstars in the World Wrestling Federation in the 1993 edition of the Royal Rumble. Remember in this one, it's every man for himself. You initially start out with two men, then add another man every two minutes thereafter. And here they come. Last year's winner, two-time World Wrestling Federation champion, Ric Flair. The undefeated Native American, Tatanka. Tag Team Champion, IRS. Former World Wrestling Federation Champion, Bob Backlund. The King, Jerry Lawler. And this man, Mr. Perfect. 
talking about having a good time, talking about a smile on the face of Mr. Perfect. No, it doesn't look out of place because the Royal Rumble is here. An opportunity for Mr. Perfect, a guy who has no problems with anything because everything in my life is perfect. And all the great athletes that enter the Royal Rumble, no matter how big and how strong and how powerful and how smart you are, one thing you're not, and that's perfect. More prominent names include the Million Dollar Man, Ted DiBiase, from Hawaii, Karush, the model, Rick Bartell, and 500-pound-plus Yokozuna, who is standing by with his manager, Mr. Fuji. Yoshinen. Look at my Yokozuma in Royal Rumble. No one can move my Yokozuma. No one can lift him up yes. off his feet. Yokozuma, 505 pounds, will be the winner in the Royal Rumble. And all 29 opponents will yes. fall out one by yes. one. And Yokozuma yes. is the winner. Yes. Oh, yeah, more names. The Macho Man, Randy Savage, Papa Shango, Earthquake, The Berserker, The Undertaker, representing Puerto Rico, Carlos Colon. Plus, these names just announced. Japanese superstar, The Great Penru, El Matador, Tito Santana. What half of the natural disasters, Typhoon. Both head shrinkers, Samu and Fatu. And this man, Mr. USA himself, Hacksaw Jim Duggan. Hello! Hey, folks, it's Royal Rumble time. Hacksaw Jim Duggan's kind of match. Because if it moves, you nail it. No friend, all foes out there. I want to tell you folks one thing. I'm not going to guarantee I win the match. But I guarantee I'll give you 110%, tough guy. Don't forget there's even more prestige in this year's Royal Rumble because the winner will have an opportunity to meet the World Wrestling Federation champion at WrestleMania 9 at Caesars Palace in Las Vegas, Nevada. Speaking of the World Wrestling Federation champion, in the main event at the Royal Rumble, Bret the Hitman Hart meets Razor Ramon. As you know, the emotions between these two men are running at an incredible fever pitch. We're just two weeks away. Don't get caught in the last-minute shuffle. Contact your local cable company right now and join us exclusively on pay-per-view cable TV. Cinch them up for one of the year's biggest spectaculars. Sunday afternoon, January 24th at 4 p.m., it's the Royal Rumble. On to the Rumble. The chance to get a title shot at WrestleMania 9. Caesars Palace, Las Vegas, Nevada. Ric Flair did even worse in the draw this time coming up in first and surviving just 18 minutes before being eliminated and knocked out by Mr. Perfect who defeated Flair on Raw to force the former champ out of the WWF shortly after. Who was second in? Well, it was Bob Backlund who was the 20th man out lasting a record 61 minutes. That's slightly longer than the third man in Papa Shango who was there for just 28 seconds before Flair knocked him out. Not the quickest exit, though, as Terry Taylor was eliminated by the million-dollar man, Ted DiBiase, in just 24 seconds.
the moment we love to forget, The Undertaker found himself knocked out by Giant Gonzalez, who wasn't even entered in the Rumble. This would fuel their feud going into WrestleMania that year. So who received the title shot? It was the late Yokozuna who guaranteed himself a match against Bret the Hitman Hart, finally eliminating Randy Savage, who bizarrely tried to pin Yokozuna in the match. Nevertheless, the first title shot was granted to the sumo monster, Yokozuna. Providence staged the Rumble in 1994, and if The Undertaker thought the previous year had been a nightmare, worse was yet to come as he lost a WWF title match, which was fought under casket match rules, and then ascended to heaven. Other matches on the card, or the undercard, saw Tatanka beat Bam Bam Bigelow, the Quebecers successfully defend their tag titles against the team of Brett and Owen, the rows between them were far more important than title belts. Razor Ramon beat IRS to successfully defend his intercontinental title. The 94 Royal Rumble was one of the most controversial as Bret Hart and Lex Luger were joint winners as both men's feet touched the floor at the same time, thus giving both of them title shots at WrestleMania 10. The Rumble lasted just 55 minutes, as this time there were only 90 second intervals between entrants. Just like they did with Demolition a few years back, Scott Steiner found himself in the ring with his brother Rick, but nothing of note really happened. As a result, the Steiners didn't last much longer in the WWF. Star of the evening was Big Daddy Cool Diesel, Kevin Nash, who eliminated six rumblers. Bam Bam Bigelow lasted half an hour, and there were appearances by the great Kabuki and Tenru, while Jeff Jarrett lasted just over one minute. Due to the joint winners, it was announced for WrestleMania that the WWF title will be on the line twice in the pay-per-view. An unprecedented decision made by then-president Jack Tunney. Luger, Luger out of 
to WrestleMania and face the champion. So long, everyone. And we wrap up this edition with 1995 and Tampa, Florida being the host of the Royal Rumble. This year, it was even shorter, just 39 minutes, with a new wrestler coming in every minute now. Every 60 seconds, a new competitor would enter the ring. After his disastrous Rumble in 94, Jeff Jarrett won the Intercontinental title by beating Razor Ramon. The Undertaker beat IRS as the saga of the urn continued. Bob Holly had his one night of glory in the company at that time as he tagged with the 1-2-3 kid to win the vacant tag team titles against Bam Bam Bigelow and Tatanka. Now World Wrestling Federation champion a year later after his solid performance the year prior at the Royal Rumble, Big Daddy Cool Diesel retained his title, drawing against Brett the Hitman Hart in a match ruined by interference by Owen Hart. Not only Owen, but Bob Backlund, Shawn Michaels, and Jeff Jarrett. Hey, but there I am, kicking out the seven-foot diesel, and the cameraman can't even seem to get it. You know, thank goodness the old heartbreak kid has given Big Daddy Cool and you fans a chance to see that kick oh, up close as of late. You know, the question is, how is Shawn Michaels going to handle all these huge men in the World Wrestling Federation? Simple. You saw me all by myself, single-handedly eliminate the seven-foot diesel. All you big men... You're all going to go out at the hands of the heartbreak kid. And just like I told you earlier this afternoon, tonight is going to be such an easy night. Why? Because this is the year of the heartbreak kid. The last thing you folks are going to see is old H.B. himself sitting arm in arm with Pam Anderson, the winner of the Royal Rumble. So on to the Rumble and a victory for the heartbreak kid, Mr. Hall of Fame, Mr. WrestleMania, Shawn Michaels. He knocked out the British Bulldog, who'd been convinced he got rid of HBK. Amazingly, both men were the first two in the ring, and Michaels was the first man to come in at number one and win the Rumble. Not a classic year for Rumble entrance. Just look at this slot of wrestlers. Eli Blue, Duke Drosy, the Dumpster, Timothy Well, Doink the Clown, Quang, Mantar, the Bushwhackers, Moe, who just lasted nine seconds, all were involved in this rumble. No wonder why it lasted 39 minutes. This was certainly the lean years in the World Wrestling Federation. Shawn Michaels took so many bumps in this match, he made this match what it was. It made it somewhat of an entertaining rumble. Nevertheless, the Heartbreak Kid was now the number one contender for the WWF title and would take on his former friend, Big Daddy Cool Diesel at WrestleMania 11. Davey Boy, the momentum, bringing Shawn Michaels back in. Forget about it. Forget about it. Michaels has been eliminated. Yeah, yeah, that's fine. It finally has happened. The British Bulldogs will go to WrestleMania and face the WWE. Just a minute. My prediction is true. They're saying that Shawn Michaels has won the Royal Rumble. Michaels. What a big difference the Royal Rumble made going from 1988 to 1995. Initially, just a one-night Rumble occurrence with competitors, initially 20 in size, where it was just to see who the best of the best was. 
And over the years, due to the vacant WWF title in 1992, it was known, or it was realized, that quite possibly a title shot or some prize should be on the line. As a result, going forward, a title shot at WrestleMania would be the prize for the winner of the Royal Rumble. And as the years went on, slowly the Royal Rumble crept up, almost surpassing SummerSlam as the number two show of the year for the World Wrestling Federation. A lot more dramatic and controversial rumbles will lie ahead, and we look forward to covering that here on Beyond the Bell. Promotional consideration paid for by the following... Time to thank the sponsors of Beyond the Bell. They help bring this pro wrestling nostalgia podcast to you each and every week. Barber Shop Window, the place that makes wrestling t-shirts cool again to wear. They release brand new shirts each and every week. Follow them on Twitter at bshopwindow and go to barbershopwindow.com now to make your wrestling wardrobe cool again. The SNS Radio Network, your home for pro wrestling, mixed martial arts, and video gaming. Get all the latest news and listen to innovative audio released daily. The network is anchored by the two flagship shows, Wrestling News Live and Sunday Night Showdown. So go to snsradionetwork.com now. If you're not listening, you're not trying. Ringannouncing.com, the home of the future of ring announcing, Sean Beckerman. You can watch the latest videos and demo reels of Sean Beckerman on the independent wrestling scene. Go to ringannouncing.com and follow the future of ringannouncing. Combat Zone Wrestling on DVD. Catch the ultra-violent wrestling promotion on TV or on your computer. You can purchase all CZW ultra-violent events on DVD and stream them live straight on your desktop computer at czwrestling.com. Get ready to get ultra-violent with CZW. The National Wrestling Alliance. Tried, tested, honored, and revered. These three initials have represented wrestling since 1948. The NWA has been the breeding ground for the greatest stars in wrestling. You can catch the NWA nationwide through multiple affiliates from coast to coast. The National Wrestling Alliance. Go to nwarrestling.org preserving tradition, and blazing new paths. If you are interested in becoming a sponsor for Beyond the Bell, send all requests to btbwrestling at gmail.com. Join the Beyond the Bell revolution now. It's go time. So with the Royal Rumble just upon us in a few days, we remember the history of this grand event and the impact that this event makes on the rest of the year in the professional wrestling industry. The road to WrestleMania begins at the Royal Rumble. What a dramatic change the Rumble has taken from 88 to 95. We saw the first ever back-to-back two-time winner in Hulk Hogan. We also saw the first ever victory for the Heartbreak Kid Shawn Michaels in the Royal Rumble. We saw the WWF title actually won in the Rumble match, and the first title victory in the World Wrestling Federation for the Hall of Famer Nature Boy 
Ric Flair. What I loved from this era of the Royal Rumble was Vince McMahon, when he introduced each competitor, each Royal Rumble participant, right before the match. Coco beware! The Warlord! Bushwhacker Luke! Bushwhacker Butch! Legion of Doom Animal! I love the voice. He got you excited for the match. He got you pumped up and excited for the Royal Rumble. To this very day, I would take Vince McMahon announcing all the competitors for the Royal Rumble. I wish they still did that in this day and age. Go over each individual competitor one by one and show that silhouette shot of them, that solo promo shot of each competitor of the Royal Rumble to build anticipation to this great gimmick match, quite possibly the best gimmick match of the year. Highly anticipated from the fans and one of the most entertaining as well. We look forward in the future to covering the span of years of the Raw Rumble from 1996 to the present day, the modern day era of the Rumble, which includes a 40-man competition of superstars. A quick note for you fans, Beyond the Bell will be on the Wrestling Radio Awards coming up this Friday, January 25th. Get ready, the Wrestling Radio Awards is back once again. Beyond the Bell, of course, is nominated for Show of the Year, so vote for Beyond the Bell. I will have a special segment with fellow SNS Radio Network hosts where we will go over female wrestling in today's day and age, past, present, and future. I'm excited to present January 25th, the Wrestling Radio Awards, and Beyond the Bell makes its debut in a special segment. Next week on Beyond the Bell, we'll look at the greatest talk show segments in professional wrestling history. Yes, we cover them all. From the famous barbershop window incident, to the Brother Love Show, to the VIP Lounge. Yes, we cover it all here on Beyond the Bell. The greatest talk show segments of all time, and I want to hear from you fans. What did you like best? Follow me on Twitter at Sean Beckerman. Send me tweets with your suggestions, opinions, your experiences witnessing these great talk shows. Like us on Facebook. We also have a forum board set up under ringannouncing.com. It's under the forum section where now you will be able to post your comments and experiences, suggestions, opinions, you name it, under the Beyond the Bell section for each topic of each show. What talk shows did you love? Which ones do you remember as a kid? Which ones did you hate? Let's hear it, fans. Remember, old school fanatics, you can download all of the archive shows of Beyond the Bell at my official website, ringannouncing.com, as well as snsradionetwork.com. For all of you smartphone users, you could download all archive shows directly via iTunes, the Stitcher app, and TuneIn Radio. You can catch new episodes of Beyond the Bell every Monday night, each and every week. Connect socially to Beyond the Bell via Twitter, at Sean Beckerman. Become a fan of Beyond the Bell on Facebook. Contribute to the message board at ringannouncing.com under the forum section. Get ready to go back in time to rewind and relive all things retro in wrestling. Your Pro Wrestling Nostalgia Podcast is here. If you're not listening, you're not trying. It's time to go for the three count and take it home with some old school music. The first ever Royal Rumble winner in 1988 was Hall of Famer Hacksaw Jim Duggan. 
So I think it's so fitting to have our old school theme of the week be 2x4, the official theme for the first ever Rumble winner, Hacksaw Jim Duggan. Until next week, fans, when we rewind and relive all things retro in wrestling, I'm your ring announcer, your own personal ring announcer, Sean Beckerman, signing off. Until next week, I'll see you at the matches. Good night, everybody. Ah!